Welcome everyone back for another episode of Club Talk. My name is Tyler Zuss, as always, I'm the host for this great podcast. I just want to say that my next guest is based out of Santa Monica, California and grew up in Evanston, Illinois, where he won the Evans Scholarship at a Westmore Country Club. He's been recently featured in Golf Digest Magazine as Golf's new funny guy, and some of his TV and film credits include Something's Gotta Give, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and How I Met Your Mother. He tours and performs at country clubs all across the country. He's co-hosting an event at the Bel Air Country Club in Los Angeles with Jim Nance. Please welcome to the show my good friend Ara Anton. Tyler, we're giving you the Hollywood intro from Ohio. Thanks for having me on the show. This is awesome. No problem, no problem. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, after that great intro, have you found anything to pass the time in quarantine since this stuff has uh, happened? Well, um, I've been doing a number of things. I mean, there's only so many times I can go over my stand-up act in my place. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know that old saying, if the walls could talk, they would repeat my act. Uh, <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> no, I, um, you know, the comedy clubs are closed. I can't get on stage to work out any material. I've scheduled three shows. One of them was the LPGA Open at Wilshire Country Club in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, wow. That was supposed to be, yeah, that was supposed to be April 21st, and that just got pushed to the fall. And then uh, I had a show at uh, Diablo Country Club in San Francisco on May 4th, and that got pushed also to the fall. So, um, you know, I'm just rescheduling shows, and, uh, you know, I talked to my yoga teacher, and she's like, you know, <laughs> this is a time to manifest your energy. Cosmic <laughs> creator, DNA is stardust. So, you know, I'm just trying to connect to the universe. That's how we do it. Now. Right there, you go. Know, there you go. There you go. So it seems so, as if you've uh, been in some uh, interesting things with all those country clubs and the LGPA. But I also read on your website that you were an Evans Scholar at Indiana University. Was that where the country club originated, or was it uh, something else? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was an Evans Scholar at Indiana U, and, um, yeah, the Country Club comic uh, indirectly originated there, so, you know, I won the scholarship, I was a caddy at Westmoreland Country Club in Wilmette, Illinois, I won the uh, scholarship to go to Indiana when I was 18, and then I started doing stand-up on campus when I was 20. Wow. So I would drive from Bloomington, Indiana to Indianapolis would do open mic nights there. Uh, there was a place called the Indianapolis Comedy Connection, uh, which was right by the Union Station in downtown Indianapolis. And then I also was doing an open mic. If there was a Holiday Inn in Carmel, and I was doing stand up there for an open mic. And hmm. uh, that's how I basically cut my teeth. And back then we had fake IDs, so right, you, know, right. more, you know, you know, <laughs> you do that now, you get thrown in the penitentiary. But right. uh, you know, it was a different time, different. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's where it all started. Um, it was on campus. It was actually um, off a dare of a buddy of mine, a uh, uh, Evan Scholar buddy of mine at the uh, fraternity house. It said, you know, uh, you're funny. You should. There was an open mic on campus. And um, I did it, and it was it was a hit, and then uh, that was it. 
and uh, then I was hooked, and then I switched my major over to theater and in my junior year, but I went five years at Indiana U, so I was a double major. I was an economics major and a theater major. So that's where it originated, but to be honest, when it really switched over was the night I did Bel Air Country Club in February 2016. Wow. One of the members I knew over there asked me to come up, you know, and do 15 minutes, told me about it about six weeks in advance. And it was the week of the LA Open out here in, in California, you know, at, uh, at Riviera. So hmm. you have all the pros and the celebrities that would go to Bel Air that Wednesday night for this big dinner. And uh, he asked me to come in and do 15 minutes you know, back in 2016, and, you know, he was in front of, you know, Hollywood and golf royalty. It was, you know, it was like Jim Nance, Jim Furyk, Corey Pager, Nick Faldo, you know, Al Michaels, uh, and a bunch of other Hollywood celebrities. So I did it in 2016, and it was just a hit. And then they asked me to come back again in 2017 to do a show, same, same week. And it was there that I got some backings of some pretty high-profile names. You go to my website at countryclubcomic.com to check out some of the celebrities that have backed me and have seen me live. So that's kind of how it all led to the Country Club Comic. So it was um, one hell of a journey, man. Yeah, there you go. It was really cool to hear that uh, you were with Jim Nance and like Al Michaels and them. Those are some of my favorite announcers from... TV even so that's really cool that you got a chance to perform with them and in front of them as well so so you sort of went into the next question I sort of had for you with the club stories if you had any cool stories um, but do you remember your first show ever that you performed or was that the one at the Bel Air Country Club like your first country club uh, performance well, yeah you know my first country club performance I was actually doing it indirectly uh, we have an outing here out in San Diego area it's called the Evans Scholar Southern California open basically it's all the Evans Scholars on that get together that are on the west coast and I would host it so that's basically that was basically my first show and I've been hosting that show for the past 15 years but the real kind of official star was at Bel Air that was that was where it all came to be. That was the birth of it. You know, I, I got I got a good foundation with with some people there that have sponsored me to you know to sponsor my booth at the CMA conference, which I've been at the last three years. So you know, the Country Club comic originated there, and the idea came from that after I did it. So it's uh, it's led to me doing over you know twenty five country clubs across the country. Wow. So it's it's uh, it's been it's it's been great, and then you know it, it, it kind of happened pretty quickly because then I was featured in Golf Digest magazine in May of 2018 as golf's new funny guy. And <laughs> so yeah, I mean it um, that was that was kind of another story in itself. Right, right. How that happened? Now that's that's where it originated. So yeah, it was it's it's been great. I've met some great people. Yeah, and, and what, like something I wish that was at the country clubs I've been at before was I wish like someone like you would come through because the uh, the entertainment that would come through um, at the Newark Athletic Club the past summers, um, I was working like with, with live music people, whether it be, it wouldn't be the, with the theme. So like if there was like a Hawaiian night, there would have been like, there was Hawaiian dancers in grass skirts with uh, the ukuleles and stuff. But 
Um, other other times it was just like uh, like live mic people with just a guitar and stuff. So I feel as if like people like you would definitely like improve country club entertainment just because the, I know the members in the past they've told me that um, you know like who is this guy? Like why is this guy here? You know like um, we're interested right, in, right. in different stuff. So um, I like what you're doing and it's something that's like original that I like to see. Well, you know, the, the one thing that I do stress about what I do is, I mean, a lot of clubs are reluctant to have a comic come in because there's this one general manager that I met at the CMA conference and he said to me, he's like, Ara, I'll never hire a comedian again for one of my events because the last one I hired, I almost got fired and four members of my club resigned. Wow. So... The problem with bringing in a comedian is 90% of the comics that do come in are going to be political. We're hmm. talking about religion. Yeah, so a lot of that stuff, I, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't talk about politics or I don't talk about religion. I just talk about my experiences, you know, on the golf course as a golf caddy and my experiences through golf. So everything is golf related from what I talk about to the story where I did a movie with Jack Nicholson. I had a you know, scene with him and something's got to give. And then two years later, I caddied for him at Bel Air Country. And uh, I tell the first story about, you know, the first time I met Jim Nance, the second time I met Jim Nance, and some of the things that happened the night when I performed. Actually, the comedy was before I went on, a story that I, I'll say for my act. And I think that I'm probably the safest person as a comedian at these country club events because, you know, I come from the world of golf, you know. Uh, you know, I started caddying when I was 12, you know, won the scholarship. You know, I've been around golf my whole life. So I've basically taken golf and entertainment and I've merged it into one act. You know, I, I think that I understand the reservations with a lot of these country club general managers, but, you know, if you, if you want to have a fun time, talk about golf then you know I, I think i'd be a good fit for your club so that's the pitch and it's, and it's worked you know i mean you know 25 clubs i've had some great shows i've had some really really good shows across the country so so due to the coronavirus happening uh just recently a lot of the members i'm sure um are like struggling for some sort of entertainment now that they're not able to come to their country club do you have any recommendations for them what if like for clubs right now to level up their entertainment um, but also, how about like after the clubs start back up again? It's funny you mention that because when I was at the CMA conference after my first year in San Francisco, I came up with an educational seminar called Booking Country Club Entertainment, The Keys to Success, because of some of the stories I've heard from general managers on how to book entertainment. Now, there is no seminars out there in the country club arena that talk about entertainment directly. You know, you got food and beverage seminars, you got wine seminars, you got aquatic seminars, member discipline seminars at CMA. Also at hospitality schools, which I find baffling. There are no classes that discuss or teach booking entertainment at country clubs, hotels, or resorts. And I know because I've looked at the curriculum. I've also <laughs> reached out to a number of of professors at hospitality schools about the educational seminar that I've come and I've put together. It's an hour long and I'm actually going to be presenting it at the Ohio Valley Vendor Conference October 19th in Indianapolis at Meridian Hill Country Club. And I didn't get any callbacks 
Oh, wow. Email responses from anybody from the hospitality school. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. So, so anyway, to get back to your question, what do I think clubs need to do in order to get, you know, the entertainment aspect covered? Well, I know a lot of general managers are sitting at home right now thinking, how am I going to get creative during this pandemic? And members are sitting around at their country clubs thinking like, wow, I mean, there's nothing going out of my club. Why should I pay my dues? Okay, so, you know, there's there's a couple of creative ways to keep your members entertained. The first one, and I can use me as an example, you could have with your membership, let's say you use me for a comedy night. And by the way, my comedy night, I have two types of shows. I have a um, stag night show, which is 45 minutes, you know, stag night, cigar night, and a couple's night show, which is, again, 45 minutes. And each of those shows are followed by the Best Golf Joke Award contest. <laughs> right. Uh, Hollywood prizes at the end. And uh, usually that portion of the show can go from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And there's some crazy jokes that have uh, been said at my, uh, and I, you know, we, we can't, you know, we got to keep everything nice and PG. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? So, especially at the stag night stuff. <laughs> but, so I would propose, let's say if you use me as an example. Now, I have access, I'm lucky, I have access to a studio here in Santa Monica. So, if you set up a Zoom broadcast, where you can do a live from Hollywood, the country club comic coming at you. I'm trying to do my best gymnastics. <laughs> so you can set that up for your membership and I can entertain them live from Hollywood and basically do my same act. And at the end, you do the best golf joke award and then I can hand out the prizes and or I can send the prizes to that country club, whatever they want. And then they can, you know, hand it out to their memberships. I mean, that's one thing to do in terms of entertainment for your members. It's something new. It's something different. It's not a Netflix movie or anything. It's different. You can do it by Zoom. Now, the great thing about country clubs is they have the ability to control how many people attend the shows and who enters. So it's not like a basic public sporting event. So you're in a game and you're sitting next to somebody, you don't know who he is. Right, right. Let's say we go back to social distancing after May 15th, well, May 15th out here. And let's say you want to bring, let's say a person like me, a, a comedian to your club. I would say that you can do multiple shows once you start getting your you know, back on your feet. So you can have, let's say, your club has 50 people that sign up to come see my show. You can do small groups of 25, or you can even spread it out to three groups. So you can do maybe a matinee show, a 7 o'clock show, and an 8.30 show. So that way, you can limit the sizing of the group, you know, as we move forward. Correct. Okay. Also, like spacing for these shows. Now, I'm just talking strictly indoors. You know, so you ever see those examples at press conferences when the president makes the speeches and they have all the reporters? Six feet apart, right? Right. Yeah. It would be something similar like that. Also, you'd have to have more monitors at country clubs. So they can see from a distance, kind of like if you're, you know, up in the blue seats stadium, you kind of look up at the monitor and you look down, that sort of thing. And also, that brings up a great point. This is a perfect time for general managers to check their sound and audio equipment. 
I can't tell you the number of times, not with country clubs, where I've done a show and the mic cuts out, the sound cuts out, it just absolutely kills our performance. So please, general managers at country clubs, just check your sound equipment. This is the perfect time to do it. And uh, it'll save you a big headache down the line. There you go. You know, the other thing I would do if we're doing an indoor show is get rid of the circular tables. Because I can't tell you the number of times I've done shows where you have circular tables and you got half the audiences, you know, at your back. So I'm spinning around like a top, (laughs) (laughs) trying to get, you know, everybody's attention. That's why I usually go with a cordless one. Also, if you decide to do a show outdoors, which is even more social distancing and public spacing. Like, let's say you could set me up on the 18th green, okay? So you'd have plenty of space with a great sound system to do a show. So those are a lot of creative ways that I would suggest to general managers if they want to try to go back to live entertainment. Because, you know, they have to get creative general managers out there because you need to keep the revenue flowing into your club. And now is the time to kind of look into that and be proactive. Now... Again, I just gave you about six, seven examples how country clubs can get back to entertaining. I encourage any general manager out there to reach out to me at, you know, go to my website at countryclubcomic.com and I will happily discuss with you ways we can, you know, get back to entertaining your membership. And I want to hear your thoughts. You know, how are you handling the situation? So if you tell me a little bit more about your club and your situation, I can actually come up with other ideas that are specifically for your club. You know, I, you know, I'm just here to help because, you know, I've been involved with CMA for the past three years. I've met some great people there. Um, I met you. I've met the Beans. I've met a, a number of just terrific people there. You know, John Guy from Westmoreland Country Club, Peter Sisdell, Todd Marsh, you know, Mike Krabby, Scott Simonak, you know, Todd Hale, Steve Buck, Dan Bradway. You know, list goes on, list goes on. Yeah, I mean, Larry Marks, another great guy, Blaine Burgess, Barry Howard, Adam Fannin. I mean, these are people that, uh, that I've met just through that convention. And uh, these are all terrific guys. These are all first-class general managers. Uh, Anthony Holder, uh, I don't know if I mentioned him, he's director of golf over at uh, Horseshoe Bay Country Club in Austin, Texas, terrific guy. So, you know, these are just ways uh, I, I think that need to be looked at now rather than in June or July when you're trying to put these things together. Yeah, all great information. And I like, I didn't even think about the circular tables, like where you had to like, when you said spin like a top to all the people like that. So... Um, but when you talk about the couples night and stuff that you would create for the club, what goes in the process of creating it? Does it vary by club? Like, how long do you think it maybe take you to come up with your act? Or, like, do you have to do, like, a lot of research before you go in? The, the number one research tool I have is two things. The first, after I book a show with a country club, I ask them to send me over their newsletter. Because you can find a lot about a club buy a newsletter (laughs) I I, I did a show uh, I did a show uh, uh, in Florida at a club there one of their activities other than golf was bird 
watching tours. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, we have something similar here in California. We call it homeless watching tours. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, there was another club in Texas that did a show on their you know, on their newsletter, on their calendar of events, they had, you know, Prime Rib Tuesday nights, Steak Night Thursdays, and Tex-Mex buffets on Sundays. And then I said, well, I guess it's safe to say there's not a lot of vegans here at uh, <laughs> this country club here in Dallas. And I go, I don't know how that would fly in California. I'd be like, oh, my God, they eat meat in Texas. It's just so barbaric. Oh, my God. What do they do <laughs> You know, like, save the whale night, you know, like, uh, hug a tree day. They're just <laughs> such frackers in Texas. Oh, my God. So, I, I mean, there's, you know, another one in Wisconsin, They on their newsletter, they had, they had an adult pool party. Okay. Now, an adult pool party out in California is a little bit different than an adult pool party in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> so, so I went in to a couple of, couple of uh, bits on that. So um, I basically take the newsletter, and I basically can come up with about 10 to 15 minutes off that alone. Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, I mean, th- and then I just kind of piece the front part of it to my act. To answer your question, each and every country club I go to, uh, my act is personalized for that club. Okay? You know, I did a stag night at a club. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm not naming these clubs. I'm like, <laughs> totally like, <laughs> people are going to be like, boy, he says a lot of uh, clubs out there. He's on 25. Let's get a list of those 25. <laughs> right. Together. <laughs> so I did a stag night at uh, a club, and they gave me a couple of people they wanted me to roast, quote Oh, wow. <laughs> So, you know, I, I did that. So, again, my act is golf-related and customized for every single country club. Now, what I also do a week or 10 days before my actual show is I have a 30-minute consultation with the general manager, and I run my whole act by them. I get the, you know, green light from them. So everything is nice and tidy because, again, you can't – you got to know where the boundaries are when you're dealing with country clubs because this is not a comedy club, okay? This right. is a country club. And, and that's the big problem the average comedian out there does not understand because it's so funny because I'll talk to these clubs across the country and they'll be like, well, we'll just, you know, wow, you know, this is how much you charge? Well, wow, you know, we can just get another guy down, to, you know, a local guy. I'm like, well, do it. Go ahead and get him, you know? If, if, it's, if you're going to get the same laughter from somebody that's cheaper than me, great. Do it. Do it. I'm all for that. But if you want to get something that's personalized, customized, coming from, you know, Los Angeles with my TV and film credits that get thrown in there and part of the act, then, you know, I got the golf pedigree, the golf background. So, you know, I I think this is is a good entertainment option for the country clubs out there. Okay. When when you go back to saying, like, all all those 25 clubs, uh, do you have a favorite club that you've been to or like a favorite area when you traveled whether it be maybe it's just like the area or uh just like the members in general you got like a really good response from because i know you're based in santa monica and i know you've been to the bel air country club in the los angeles area so i'm just wondering how you enjoyed the travel and like if there's a certain area you enjoyed the most you know you know it's southern cal and actually 
probably I'd say all of California now is, is, you know, whether you go to the desert or you go up into Northern California, that's quote unquote home base for me. Going outside of that, you know, I grew up in Illinois, grew up in Evanston, Illinois. So going back to that area, the Chicagoland area is fun. But it's just kind of strange because I was thinking about this last night. I thought when I first started doing the Illinois, quote unquote, country club comedy circuit, I thought it was just going to be like, man, it's just going to annihilate it out there. (laughs) You know, I did have some, I mean, I had some good shows, but it's just so funny because I've done some shows in Texas and I thought that I was more nervous for the Texas shows. You know, I did one in Austin at the Horseshoe Bay Resort and then I did one in Dallas at Royal Oaks Country Club. And I thought, man, I'm just going to, you know, I just, it, it turned out those were like some of the best shows that, I, you know, wow. I, I thought I did. And it, it, it's just, you know, outside of California, I was just like, wow, this just, this kind of really doesn't make sense. You know, Florida was the same way. I had never done a show uh, in Florida, and that stag night turned out to be just just awesome. Going to all these different places that I haven't been, to me, outside of California, it has been great. So, I mean, I can't really put a finger on a region. You know, Texas has been great. The Midwest is, you know, it, it is great. You know, I've done some stuff at uh, in, in Indiana, you know, Wolf Run Country Club. I did an Evan Scholar event at Crooked Stick in uh, Indianapolis. I mean, I was trying to get to Ohio and Michigan this summer, but, you know, we'll see. Minnesota Minnesota was uh, temporarily on the books. So, you know, it's just going to be up to me to navigate through this, you know, coronavirus madness. You know, overall, I just, I just love going to these clubs. I just, I mean, it's, I, I just feel this is just so natural. I mean, the audiences are always awesome super supportive i've done some great country clubs and i've met so many great people at these clubs and uh, i'm just i'm just having so much fun with this i just it just kind of sucks right now it just right. comes to a finishing hall because you know i had you know three or four of these lined up and then i was just about to crack open and get the summer schedule rolling and then all this stuff just kind of hit us but you know hopefully we'll be back up and running you know late summer hopefully in July, August, and into the fall, so. Yeah, because you said you've been to the past three World Conferences, right? Yeah. So which one one did you enjoy the most, Um, San Francisco, Nashville, or uh, Dallas this past one? You know, to be honest, as I do, it's, it's still funny when I go to these CMA conferences because I haven't really, as I've gone to each of them, I've made more, more and more friends you know what i mean the first one in san francisco you really didn't kind of know anybody and people are like who is this guy country club comic you know coming (laughs) in from los scandalous you know etc they don't they don't really know you nashville was a little bit better in terms of you know i started to get to know some more people and then this last one in Dallas was a lot of fun because I had finally started to get to know some people because, you know, you've been to those. Right. You go to the bar, everybody knows each other, and it's so funny because I, just, I just feel like this loser just walking around <laughs> and like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, great. You know, it's, it's just like walking in a place all by myself. and uh, But, I mean, that's the gig for me. You know, I write the act, I book the act, I, I, I everything is just me. 
One man wrecking yeah. show. Yeah, and then you know the only other person that you know I deal with is my web designer, and and that deals with the emails coming in and out. But other than that, it's it's just me. But the CMA, they do such good work. Like Joe, Joe Garves. I mean, from the Ohio Valley chapter conference, I met him this year, and you know he's the one that's responsible for for booking me October nineteenth at the Ohio Valley Vendor Conference, and he's he's a great person to meet. And I wouldn't have met him if I didn't go to the conference this year. And, right. uh, you know, I'm looking forward to Tampa. Tampa's going to be ne- next year, but you know what I heard, Tyler? San Diego is the year following. 2022, it's going to be San Diego, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited for that one, too. Yeah, San Francisco was the first one. That was, um, I got in late to the conference. By that, I mean, I had already, you know, the, I got like the, the booth. I don't know, it was like, it was almost in the bathroom because it was so far close to the bathroom. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? So it was just like, just like oh, oh, yeah, all the way out on the outer edges. <laughs> but then Nashville, it was, it was San Francisco, it was Nashville, and then it was Dallas. But the CMA does such a great job. I mean, putting that thing together. They do. I'm so glad that we got the conference in in February. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that would have been just a complete nightmare. So, and you know, I, I got three shows in. You know, the Florida show that I did uh, was March 12th. That was my last show. And getting out of Florida on Friday, March 13th was like jailbreak out of Fort Myers because I didn't know if, if my flight was going to leave and get wow. back to LA. Was, it, was, it, was, it was nuts. And then I get back here, then everything shut down. But you know, all the conferences have been great. And I, I, I just, I think they just keep getting better and better. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of really, really good people at the CMA conference that, uh, that make that conference a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to going there and to, to Tampa next year. So that, that'll be great. San Diego, basically I talked to Todd Hale because I performed at San Diego Country Club. And, you know, he's, he's kind of the, uh, point guy at the CMA conference for San Diego. So I talked to him and I'm like, I'm like, I want to be on the entertainment committee because I want to plan something here in uh, Santa Monica, Malibu area before people start going up to San Diego. So that's, that's something that, you know, that's a long-term project because I want to, all the people that I've met, I want them to come out to California and possibly have a night either in LA or Santa Monica and then kind of head up about an hour or two hours actually it's an hour and a half two hours away from from where i'm at and uh just kind of make it kind of a little bit of a blowout you know what i mean yeah right for sure getting crazy on hollywood <laughs> yeah right come on sunset and, yeah right and I, and I like what you said about how you like you um you weren't you didn't really know too many people in san francisco and then you got more friends going to the more conferences because as a student the freshman year it's sort of it was intimidating for me because I didn't know anybody, and I was a fr- and I was a student. So, uh, and then as the conferences went on, like this this year, I, I was almost with a general, like not general manager, but I was with a manager with in a lot of those education sessions, and I knew a lot, so many more people, and uh, you just have a lot more fun since you know a lot more people. Um, and like you said, Tampa should be really fun, and then like you said, the great San Diego. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's funny because you know it's I, I still. I still was walking around in, in Texas without, like, I mean, there'd be people that I would see that I would know. Like, you know, I saw a couple people that booked me 
at some clubs. I'm like, oh, hey. And they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? You, know, you have a conversation with them. And then all of a sudden, they're back to their pack of people they came with with their clubs. I'm like, yeah, great seeing you. All right. <laughs> right. Who can I rubberneck next? And right. they're like, hey, you know. And so uh, that that's the crazy part about uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, I'm, I'm a one-man operation. So it's it's like... Like, you know, people from the clubs, like if they're from a certain club, they're going to be hanging around. You know, they got two, three, four people there from their country club. So, you know, they're going to be hanging around with them. So that's, but me, it's just, it's just me. Right. But no, I got a chance to meet you. I got a chance to meet the Beans. I, I, I mean, like I said, there's a ton of people that I've, that I've met. The, the pack will get bigger. For sure. So, for sure. All right. So I know you discussed briefly about your time um, before you transferred to Strictly Country Clubs. Um, I was wondering, like, from when you said you got credits with a bunch of these famous people, and I was wondering what what was like the biggest difficulty transitioning from back then to country clubs, or if you enjoyed a certain aspect of that operation that you did before country clubs the most. Well, basically, before before uh, I, I quote unquote transferred into <laughs> right. the country club game. I was doing stand-up, you know, ever since I got out here. I've been out in California, Los Angeles area for the past 20 years. So, you know, I, I've been on some television shows. You know, I've been on, you know, How I Met Your Mother, It's Always Sunny in Philly, Ghost Whispers, CSI New York. Uh, I did a stint on General Hospital. I've done two national golf commercials. That's basically what I was doing. I was doing stand-up at night, and then I'd go audition for these shows. But I, I found more satisfaction as a performer, oh my God, this is my creative gene coming out, right? I, I, find, you know, I, I hate when people are like, oh my God, my creative. So I found more satisfaction doing golf and country clubs. And that's kind of where I'm at right now because I love going to these clubs and doing my act. So before that, that's kind of, you know, that was the track that I was doing. You know, TV, film, you know, I've gotten a little bit away from that, but in a way I'm kind of happy I have because I have a lot more fun doing this than, you know, a bit part on, you know, Sonny and Philly or How I Met Your Mother or any of those other television shows. Okay. You know, the commercials I've done, you know, golf commercials I've done. So, I mean, you know, the next question you're probably going to ask me is this. This is where I want to continue. I want to go down this road. I mean, I want to get more and more heavily involved in the golf industry because, you know, like I said, I've taken golf and entertainment and I've merged it into one. I think that's that's a useful skill to have. So, you know, you, for example, could take an internship at a country club and they're going to say, well, we, we need entertainment for this night. Go find a band. Go find that. You may not know how to do that way to go about it and the questions to ask who you're vetting right that's one of the reasons why i was telling you about occasional seminar is so important sorry um but yeah i mean like like what you said previously it was i mentioned in our discussions earlier that you know my at my college ohio university we don't have anything like that um what alone like a class like we don't really get discussed anything about that really um we have like beverage management classes like you said we have the we have hr we have accounting um, but really, like for entertainment-wise, you know, the the faculty advisor and the uh, the other people at the university, we don't really get discussed about those sort of things at the country clubs. And you know, like you said, like I'd probably have to probably call one of my former managers or something. Like, you know, how how do I look for entertainment? You know, like how do you book this kind of stuff? 
Um, so I, I like what you said, you know, and um, we should, you know, managers and, you know, other education departments, they should definitely look into going more into how to book the entertainments because I think that's definitely something that the students can benefit from. Yeah, I mean, it's really disappointing about the hospitality not have a class in it. They don't even have a seminar on it. Right. At all. Like come in for an hour and do it. I mean, that's the most mind-boggling thing. And like I said, I've reached out to, and I'm not going to tell you who they are, I've reached out to 10 hospitality professors on LinkedIn, and none of them got back to me. Wow. None. I've sent them emails, and I called a few of them, and they have not returned my call. Now, the CMA is different because I started doing the 15-minute Clubhouse Live in Nashville, and I did it again in Southlake. So they have like, okay, they're like, all right, you know, we see your point. We're going to give you, you know, some airtime at Clubhouse Live. So CMA is actually getting ahead of the curve on this. So I got to give them a lot of credit. But in terms of hospitality schools, they are, you know, and again, it's up to you guys, the generation that's coming in. You guys are going to be setting the tone on what's going to happen in 15 years at country clubs. And it's getting more and more not just going there and playing golf and leaving. It's getting more to how are we going to have something to entertain members? Because when it comes to entertainment, not only does it draw in new members, it keeps your members happy. And that's something that's so overlooked, especially in the hospitality arena. Right. They're, they're so status quo. They're just like, okay, we're just going to keep doing the same stuff we've been doing the past 20 years. They are not teaching their students and getting them ahead of the curve, which they need to be doing, and they're not. And I, I will welcome anybody in the hospitality schools to challenge me on what <laughs> I just said. Please reach out to me. You can go to countryclubcomic.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and uh, so I, I just wanted to come up with this seminar that would discuss that. And then when I came up with it, I thought, man, there's probably like four or five other people that are doing what I'm doing. And then I found out there was nobody no. out there. Just discussing entertainment at country clubs. It was crazy because I was like, wait a minute. I'm the only guy that's bringing this, this topic to the forefront. And, uh, you know, it's funny because now that I mention it, I'm quite sure maybe somebody's going to try to come up with, you know, the idea of entertainment at country clubs. But, you know, I'm going to be honest. I mean, with my experience in the entertainment business, whether it's, you know, doing scenes with stars in Hollywood and doing national golf commercials and doing stage and doing 25 years or 25 country clubs across the country and you know being featured in golf digest magazine i think i might know a thing or two about entertainment you know and you know the pedigree you know coming from being an evan scholar so that's why i think that what i offer to the country club community in the arena and the cma i I think this is valuable because at this time more than ever I, i i think that clubs need to entertain their members one way or another and uh, you know if, you know situation there are ways around it and uh, again country clubs are in a unique position to control what I would say their audience by who comes in and the amount that comes in and who they are so it's not like a sporting event where like I said you're sitting next to somebody and you don't know who he is this is you know country clubs are private and that's one of the reasons why they are private 
Definitely. Yeah, there you go. Let's get crazy. Come right. on, let's go surf. I can't even, I mean, actually, I could, but I'm not. I'm just here to get, yeah, it's a little bit, I wouldn't say nuts, but we're, we're going to be locked down a little bit more than I would say across the country because our restriction doesn't go off till May, 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 um, 15th, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it is like. And, and that's one of the reasons why I want to encourage any of the general managers listening to please reach out to me um, and, and let me know what, what you're doing for entertainment. And hopefully I can help and give you some ideas on, you know, how you can entertain your clubs during this, this coronavirus uh, situation. So, you know, especially some of the people that, that have been to the CMA conference, I, I always love it when... <laughs> I always love it when you get an email from a general manager saying, oh, yeah, we'll stop by your booth. And then uh, you never see him. Oh, man. <laughs> Definitely. So um, that was a, we've, we've gone over so much stuff. You've gone over all your great uh, comics from where you started to where you are now. Um, that was actually the final question I had for you. Um, this would be the time, I guess, uh, if you had any questions for me, I'd be happy to answer them. But if not, you've, you've been great. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. You're doing you're doing such a great job with this podcast. I mean, I've listened to six or seven of those episodes, and uh, this is really, really, you know, a terrific platform you've put together. And I got to give you a lot of uh, a lot of credit for doing this. And it's definitely something that you know country clubs need, uh, especially you know coming from your you know your POV, and you know you you run a great great uh, podcast here and. You know, kudos to you. This is this is awesome. It's been just such a pleasure to be on the show, and um, you have me back whenever. I mean, <laughs> and, and if I get to Ohio, you know, you're gonna definitely have to come to one of the shows for sure. I, I, did, I did a show when I did the show at Bears Paw Country Club in Florida. There were a couple mem. There was a member and his son that were a member at the country club in Cleveland. So, so anyway, I know it was in Cleveland and, uh, like, but, you know, point of the story is, you know, hopefully if I can get out there this summer, I'm definitely going to look you up. For sure. And, uh, for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a great time. But, um, again, thanks for having me. This is, this has been awesome. And, you know, like I always say in my YouTube videos, you know, always tip, you know, tip your caddy. Right? <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much, Ara. Definitely check him out, thecountryclubcomic.com. Make sure to book him, and thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it.